the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In addition to taking care of one another inside the church, what if we developed a lifestyle of taking care of the most needy outside the walls of the church? How would that change the community and our city? Bob Moffat, president and founder of Harvest Foundation in Phoenix, along with Pastor Julian Gibb, talk with pastors and leaders about how sacrificial love by those in the church to those in need outside the church has helped people see and embrace Jesus Christ. It's that demonstration of Jesus' greatest commandment that we'll hear more about today on The Kingdom and Its Stories. Well, welcome to our videocast and our radiocast of Tales of the Kingdom, or otherwise known as The Hands and Feet of Jesus. And in this videocast and audiocast, we interview people who can illustrate what it means to be Jesus' hands and feet. And the theological basis for that is um, the great commandment. Jesus' greatest commandment to us was to love God. And we demonstrate that love for him by demonstrating our love for others. And I have with us uh, two guests today, and uh, and uh, the first is Azim, David, and then his son, Sharon, or Sh- uh, uh, Sharoz, yeah. and uh, yeah, Sharoz uh, are here with me today, and they are from Pakistan, but they're currently in London, England, and um, Azim. I knew you when you were about the age of your son, and uh, yeah, and you yeah. you were you were in a class that I taught. Was it in Lahore? Yes, yes. It, it was in Lahore, Pakistan. Yeah, and you, you were a teenager uh, yeah. at a conference I was teaching. Now I know this is a little embarrassing, uh, maybe for me, because you may not remember anything <laughs> that I shared in that class. But do you remember any anything from that class that I taught many years ago? Yes, I very much uh, remember, and uh, I uh, remember your uh, face, uh, even uh, your. Uh, 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 your program about harvest, right? And, uh, uh, that was also uh, the great commandments. Uh, uh, your messages and seminar was regarding like uh, main theme was the the great commandment. Okay. All right. Good. All right. Did that um, did that have any influence on your life in terms of how God led you? Yes, why not? Uh, you are the uh, person who, uh, you know, convert me to uh, accept Jesus Christ as a personal savior. You know, mm. uh, before that, I want, 
to become a police sergeant to okay. uh, to ride a bike and control <laughs> the traffic like this right and, okay uh, because of you uh, yes i have of course uh, i'm priest son but i was not a real uh, christian and not uh, uh, you know we can say uh, born again christian okay but because of this even when i get back in my home i uh, read this uh, verse what jesus said and then uh, you know in my life i always have uh, two options yes i always have two options i asked to jesus i'm going to uh, uh, for interview uh, in police if i get pass then i will do the police job yes And if if uh, uh, i get fail then i will become priest okay And i did <laughs> and i did yeah. because of this because jesus said uh, the great commandment go, yes go in the world right and uh, uh, you know honestly speaking uh, at that time the bishop uh, uh, was uh, alexander john malik our bishop and uh, even my parents also asked me become priest and uh, uh, because of you uh, we said our uh, son is uh, the priest uh, second so, class yeah so so god led you <laughs> into the into the priesthood yeah and, and my uh, bishop also spoke then i confirmed because of this verse god spoke to me through two people more okay then i went okay yeah okay for for training as a priest yeah right and so what what year did you become um a vicar in christ church sorry kis saal mein aap padri bane the in uh, 1994 1994 uh, yeah wow. in on um, september right okay But, uh, uh, i think uh, we we meet uh, uh, in uh, like uh, uh, 87 okay wow uh, yeah. that i don't like to hear that because that shows how old i am and uh, <laughs> you know uh, yeah yeah and uh, you know uh, if you remember we meet uh, again in yes. amsterdam yes i remember yes yeah, great yeah, yeah. yeah that was the billy graham uh, yeah. meeting in amsterdam right uh, yeah, yeah. okay um so you became a pastor of a priest uh, a pastor of a church a local church yeah and um and that church um uh was how 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 large was that church when you began when i began that church uh, in uh, 15 december 97 i started as a vicar 
in yes. our Mughalpura. Uh, the church name is St. Oswald Church. Anybody okay. can see my progress uh, on Facebook uh, by the ID of Azim David and uh, St. Oswald Church. Just you can write St. Oswald Church of Pakistan. And, uh, okay. Uh, okay. Just let me translate him the question properly. Who put it? Okay, after Kitney looked at about church, and at that time, at that time, people usually came in my church mass like 25 to 35 people, 25 to 35 people. Yeah. And and as you began your your ministry as a vicar, you left how many years later? What, what when did you leave St. Oswald Church? I leave uh, on uh, uh, 2019. Okay, and yeah. Okay, and that was because of persecution. I'll talk about that later. But yeah. what I want what I want to ask is how many members of your church were there when you left at St. Oswald? I left, uh, and there was, uh, on uh, Good Friday, uh, people come like 1,500, 1,500, even okay, from Easter and Christmas, uh, from, about uh, 1,500. And okay, regular from, mass, from, in regular mass, uh, every Sunday, uh, Approximately. Approximately more than 400. Okay, from 32 yeah. to 400 yeah. regular attenders. Yeah, yeah, well, more than 400. And I got okay. two parishes. Okay. One is in the Aitchison College and uh, their, uh, uh, their people, more than 100. And uh, here in St. Oswald, uh, more than 400 people. Okay, now... That's an amazing growth. Praise you, God. Yeah, God. yeah. God. Anywhere in the world, that's an amazing growth. Yeah. So why do, you, why do you think the church grew so much? Uh, because, uh, you know, I believe on this verse. Go in the word. Mm. Preach the gospel. Right. And I've been... Uh, experienced that if uh, you believe on uh, gospel and especially on this verse because this is commandment and uh, uh, do it in your practical life the great mm. commission, the great commission. So then, it's not a it's not a matter of just preaching the gospel yeah. it's the, living the gospel is that right yeah, living the gospel Okay. Act, act. Uh, you should act according to this verse. Then, God uh, glorify His name. And in the glorifying of His name, yeah. the church grows. Grow. Yes. And that's that's been your experience. Now, yes. I want to share with our our um, listeners and viewers yes. that um, you left the church. Yes. Why Why did you leave for London? Tell us that story. Yes, I love to say it because, you know, uh, 
God give me blessing. Uh, today I also preach on Facebook uh, uh, the Luke 10th, 10, uh, uh, when uh, Jesus asks to 70 people go. Yes. And uh, uh, deliver the demons like this. Okay. Uh, because God gave me healing power in my seminary time. Hmm. And uh, uh, I uh, practiced in, uh, in my church in morning prayer, in, on a Tuesday service, not in uh, St. Oswald Church, even outside, out, uh, I got outreach uh, program. Yes. Like Patoki, Kasur, Saiwal, uh, even till Tesla, Rawalpindi, I preached the gospel in seminars, in conventions like this. And God blessed me. Because of this prodigious jealousy, some people don't like me because in my church, he, uh, in, uh, when I uh, uh, have healing uh, services, uh, there is some other, uh, sorry, uh, become uh, people from other religion, like Hindu and Muslims. Yes. They came and uh, they, you know, uh, have got blessings, got healings. Yes. Even uh, by the grace of God, uh, I baptized uh, uh, more than 30 people uh, from Hindu background and others. Yes. And, and so uh, because of this. Yes, I, because of this. Because of this, people don't like this practice. And uh, even uh, I got beaten, beaten by unknown people. And then I leave the uh, country. Okay, so I understand that that uh, from something you told me in an earlier conversation we had, that um, there the majority religion in Pakistan, yeah. some uh, some radical uh, people from that group yeah. tried yeah. to burn down your house. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and when they weren't able to. You, um, you. They said that unless you stop, unless you stop converting uh, yeah. our people, we're going to kill you and your family. Is that true? Yes, yes. My and so son also say want to say something. Please listen. Okay, please. Yeah. So uh, it's that one time uh, we were. You know, my dad was. Uh, for, my dad first used to go to preach at Atchison College in early in the morning. Then after preaching from HSN College, he used to come at the, the local church where our vicarage was and where he was actually living. So when he was preaching at the HSN College and we were getting ready for the church service, uh, the house, uh, the neighbor's house, which was just besides us, uh, very close, uh, low wall and very close to us, uh, we heard a gunfire shots at our, our vicarage. And we were getting ready and they tried to, you know, point that gun towards us. But luckily God saved us. And the only damage it got us was that some windows broke and that's it. But God saved us. 
and there was a police standing outside uh, you know they used to stand outside churches uh, these days to pro- and give protection and right. the guy ran in front of the police and they couldn't catch him the one who did the shots and uh, even bob uh, after that uh, happened police don't want to uh, write uh, FIR. fir and there have been some uh, numerous little little cases like this that finally led us to leave pakistan to come yeah. to london okay so so what was it that you um that you were training your people to do what are some examples of the kinds of things that you your church and your people did to be the gospel to to express jesus love in the community let me explain wo keh rahe hain ki aap aise kya karte ki aap logo ko train kar rahe the ki wo khud gospel ban ke jiye aur gospel ki munadi kare aap aise kya kya aapke steps the jisse aapne logo ko train kiya bob i have a different you know program like uh, in youth seminar mm-hmm. i give them training uh, on uh, uh, the great commission right in uh, women seminars even in church uh, services even right. uh, we have uh, house groups uh, we have uh, you know uh, like uh, conventions And like what conven- conventions conventions yes. okay yes do you understand conventions yes yes sets and in that uh, time uh, we have uh, uh, different topic uh, for evangelism and because of evangelism people uh, don't like this okay the the non christians didn't like this yeah. but uh, okay but uh, i want azim, to clear here okay azim what i what i want are some examples of what your people did as an outreach you know to the people in the community what are what are the, some of the examples that you encourage your people to do to demonstrate christ love right so um, i would like to answer that okay uh, so once uh, we started you know it wasn't always like we were uh, always uh, from the beginning we were preaching to the other people at first we made a strong base in the church by preaching healing and the great commission and when the people from our church uh, we also had uh, you know uh, on uh, every on weekdays we had this open theological seminary going on by OTS uh, it's quite famous if you have heard about it and we, it was also equipping people that that was happening in the church so what people used to do was they used to invite their other friends from other religions and other faiths to uh, like if they were going through any kind of stress any kind of um, sickness any kind of um, depression any kind of problem or mm-hmm. even some of them were suffer- thinking that they suffered through uh, demon possession so they were invited over to the church to see what how church can help them and usually they used to come they used to sit at the end of the church 
at the last right. row so that not many people see them. And uh, then they used to get up and to come for the healing services. And this was the major way of a very big way of outreach. Okay. And right. also uh, during the service, if uh, someone uh, came with uh, this problem uh, for healing, like uh, have a uh, possessions, uh, possessed man or woman, uh, he come forward uh, near uh, the altar and I call uh, my parish committee, my uh, prayer group, uh, right. I call, come with me and uh, put your hand on him or her. And because of this, they, uh, uh, they encouraged. Yes. They encouraged and uh, 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 they become my arms, my hand. And uh, they go in parish, even they go offices, even they go their uh, institutions and people uh, inform them, uh, evangelize them uh, how Jesus Christ work in our church. And our mm. focus on teaching was yeah. also that it wasn't just all the priests and vicars and fathers that Jesus called to preach. And we all were supposed to, every Christian is supposed to be disciple of Jesus. Yeah. And every disciple is supposed to preach the word of God. So our emphasis on this. So they used to preach at their workspace. They used to share little information. And uh, so uh, which attracted many people to come to the church and uh, focus on uh, what the teaching is actually about than what they just hear from here and there. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, Bob, uh, in Pakistan, our community is uh, poor. And uh, I have a witness. Uh, one girl go in, uh, in a home for household to clean As the house. house yes, yes. And uh, there was a lady who possessed and she asked, if you go, like, uh, you know, in uh, Kings, uh, when uh, the, uh, the uh, officer of the army came to uh, Noman, mm -hmm. uh, uh, to Elijah, like this. Uh, sorry, Elijah, the word. Uh, sorry. So, yeah, so the lady, uh, she came and asked, uh, if uh, you can talk to church to pray for her. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, uh, the girl asked to her, if you go in my church, you will be healed. Yeah. Okay. Like uh, uh, I, I'm asking about uh, the uh, uh, Old Testament uh, uh, miracle about uh, uh, the uh, office, army officer. Right. If you, yes. If yes. You understand. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I, I I know that also your church had an outreach to providing food for people in the community. Um, uh, d describe that program. Yeah. Uh, actually, you know, uh, where I preached, there are so many poor people. Right even uh, Christian and uh, uh, other religion. And uh, uh, there, uh, I, uh, you know, uh, 
uh, impressed by this verse, if uh, you give food or uh, help somebody, uh, you help the angels right. from the gospel. Or even and Jesus. Even Jesus, yeah. <laughs> and you know, uh, me, me and my wife, uh, my wife uh, was an executive, uh, uh, you know, the uh, teacher, executive, uh, like principal. She was yes. the principal. She got a handsome salary. I also got very good salary. And uh, I asked uh, my congregation, I have uh, some amount like this, 10,000, 20,000. Share your uh, your share. Uh, give us your shares. People ask, we will uh, share 5,000. We will share 10,000. And uh, we... Uh, collect this amount right and, and share and it with it yeah and then announced on good friday we will cook this food right okay and, i all right azim our time is up but i want to just thank both of you for being with us today and i want to encourage those who are listening to ask lord lord what can we do to demonstrate God's love in our own life with our own resources. May God bless you. Thank you so much. Jesus defines discipleship as come and follow me. Next Monday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360. We'll hear another testimonial from a leader demonstrating how they and the people of the church are sacrificially loving the needy and beginning to see real change in their communities. If you have a personal example of how you are being the hands and feet of Jesus with your neighbors, we'd love to hear from you. Enter your story at harvestfoundation.org. That's harvestfoundation.org on the Contact Us tab. You can also subscribe to the podcast on The Kingdom and Its Stories on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.